0: June 6, 2019. I'm Ron Scharf. I'm Avi Kaufman. And this is Accent Insights.
1: Thank you for joining us. Last week, we had a flood of new listings just after Memorial Day. This week, it's a trickle. Uh, We only had a a few new listings in Brookline this week, and uh, probably because everyone was aiming to get on last week, just after Memorial Day.
0: Right. So why don't we start with, um, with, there's two, two bedrooms. They are not far from one another, And similar in some ways, different in other ways. We've got 50 Cameron Street, um, which is, if you're not familiar with Cameron Street, it's kind of an odd block in Brookline. It comes off Route 9 as sort of a U. And it doesn't really connect, even though it's very close to Emerson Park and, you know, that really nice um, sort of by the library neighborhood. It is disconnected by the train tracks. You can get over there by a walking bridge or, you know, by kind of a dirt path. But um, otherwise, it's really sort of attached to Route 9. So a lot of people haven't ever seen Cameron Street. It's a very small block. Um, And then the other one is 4 Perry Street Unit 2, uh, Fort Perry Street, of course, being in that Brookline Village area that everyone loves so much that um, it's sort of a very dense but really pleasant community that, that people really, really enjoy living in. So um, why don't we start with Fort Perry? Avi, what do you think? Yeah,
1: well, it's, it's interesting. These two aren't so far apart. You know, If, if you say what neighborhood they're in, you'd say they're in the village. But they're very, like you said, very different parts of the village. Um, Fort Perry Street is prime, you know, right in there. And I loved it. It, It's a little bit funky. You know, you you enter the main entrance for this unit, you go around to the back of the house and go up a flight of stairs to get to it. Um, The second floor uh, is your main living level. You you go up to the main living level is your kitchen and open living dining room. And then you go up to this finished attic space. And that's where you have uh, another family room and another bathroom and two bedrooms, tons of lights, skylights. Um, it, It felt really great if I were looking for a two bedroom this would definitely be in the consideration set and it is an interesting contrast to 50 Cameron Street, which is a completely different style.
0: Right. so 50 Cameron Street is very vertical um, and uh, you know it's spaced out over four different levels, one up and then and then one on the top, um, which is a lot of levels for a two bedroom unit. Um, there's a little more square footage here. Uh, the pricing, we should say the asking prices on these units is very similar. Cameron Street is asking $849 and Perry Street is asking $839. So they're pricing in a similar place. They are going to compete with each other, I think. People looking in that price point for a two bedroom are going to look uh, at both of them. You know, Cameron Street is interesting. It's lovely condition. Uh, it's got that extra bathroom, which is in the basement. But I think on Cameron Street, I think from an entertaining standpoint, it may be a little bit more functional because you've got a living room and a dining room in your kitchen on that main floor. So it feels like maybe a little bit more space just because the way it's divided up. But then in terms of how you're gonna live and sleep, you know, uh, the people who live there full time, you go up one flight and it's master bedroom is the entire floor with what is a master bathroom because it's attached only to that master bedroom but it's not attached. Then you go up one more floor and you get to another, you know, like an office, an open office space, and then a bedroom without a bathroom. So that ba- that bedroom is going to share the bathroom with the master. Then, if you want to get the other full bath, you're going all the way to the basement, which is a family room and a full bath.
1: And and that bathroom it, it, it was it was neat. They had this shower in the corner. It looked like it was off a yacht. It was cross between what you'd find on a yacht and a spaceship.
0: <laughs> right, and well, very space efficient. I think is the is the point. I think that I think it's probably a prefab. Um, made to fit in a corner and within an, it with a curved glass. So um, great use of space and very handy to have, but that family room uh, doesn't have a door. So it's not a bedroom by itself. And even if you turned it into a bedroom, it is in the basement with a smallish window. So, you know,
1: it, it was very nicely done the basement, but it, you know, it is dark and it does feel like a basement.
0: Right. Right. I mean, it's a beautiful unit. Generally, it's a very up to date and, and, and nicely maintained. So, you know, here you have, I, I think we've talked about this you know, a couple of times in the past, you have two units that on paper look pretty similar. Um, One of them, though, seems to have a lot more square footage, but I don't know. um, I, I didn't feel all that extra square footage on Cameron Street in a way that I, you know, I would feel it as someone living there. What do you think?
1: I agree completely, and you know I think these these are both great places. They both have different trade offs, uh, and so I think that they'll, they'll compete. Someone who's looking at two bedrooms in this price range will look at both of these, but I think that the the buyers will sort themselves. And someone that would be interested in Fifty Cameron uh, wouldn't be interested in Four Perry, and vice versa. Me personally, I really liked the Four Perry Street. It felt funky. It felt artistic. I just loved the the flood of light. Um, but I could also see why people would love Fifty Cameron Street. Um, And, you know, it it reminds me, there are people that are really looking for something like this. I had my listing uh, last week, which we missed the podcast last week, but 27 Harvard Ave was a a two bedroom with an extra little space. So in the same category, it was a newer renovation and had some other nice features, put it in a higher price range than this. And we had a lot of traffic and we had multiple offers and uh, there's strong demand for this
0: right right the market is alive and well i think you know we, we've done this before there was a pair of houses that came on a couple of weeks ago one in the in the village and one on blake road that we looked at and we we sort of made predictions on on the pricing um only one of them has been validated so far so we, we i'm not i don't want to revisit it yet but I, but it'll be interesting to see how these two go i i wonder if cameron street is going to suffer by having a slightly higher uh, asking price as against perry street which you know, yes, it's a smaller place, but I think a generally more favored neighborhood. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how these do. You've just sold very effectively in in this, uh, you know, size and, and price range. And you know that there are plenty of buyers running around. So it'll be interesting to see how these go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, there are two others that, that we saw this week uh, on broker tours. Now, these two are both relatively recent resales. There was 447 Washington Street, Unit 4, which is technically a condo, but it's it's a freestanding, feels like a single family. It sold just two years ago and now is on the market for 2.295, so just under 2.3. And there's 14 Fairbanks Street, Unit 2, which we've actually talked about before. Uh, It's still on the market. It was originally listed at 1.8, now they've dropped the price to 1.64.
0: Right. You know, 447 Washington Street, for example, sold only two years ago, almost exactly two years ago. Whenever we see a turnover, um, we always wonder why is someone moving so quickly? And I think we did a little quick Googling and it seems like maybe there was a death in the family uh, in this one, which is unfortunate. Um, hmm. Maybe they're hoping for a bidding war. They're not asking much more than they paid for it. And, uh, you know, this is a really interesting house. It's it's very narrow. So just to, to give people the setup, there is a, I, I call it the gingerbread house on on Washington Street, right near Greenough Street. It's a very unique, distinctive architectural house. The person who owned that had a big parking lot in the back and gutted that whole gingerbread house and made, I think there were four or maybe even five units there, and then built this one in the back in the parking lot. Um so you know you look at this house in the pictures and it looks like oh that's an interesting front yard but actually you are in the parking lot of a bunch of different apartment buildings it stands very impressive it's a it's a lovely home it's very narrow so you know it's very long on one dimension and short on the other it's a long rectangle it has a beautiful open floor plan on the main floor um it's an unusual layout because you walk in on the first floor, and to me, it felt like the first floor is a little disjointed from the rest of the house. The second and third floor have a natural connection. They feel right to me, and that first floor feels kind of like, I don't know what to do there because when I walked in the house, I want to get up to that entertaining level, which is one floor up. For family living here, you know, it's not clear to me, are you going to live in your master bedroom on the third floor and keep your kids on the first floor sort of down below? I think that's
1: exactly that's exactly it. Like, um, this might be sort of the type of place that if you lived here with kids, it might be older kids and older family, or it might be something that if you're living in the suburbs, and you want to move to a urban suburban area like Brookline, and you want to be on the tea and you want all that, but you're not quite ready to give up all that space. Uh, and, and you want the feel of a single family home and you like entertaining and having guests, but you also like having your private space. This could be a very good match because you live in the master suite on the third floor. And when you have guests, they stay on the first floor with their own bathrooms. Uh, and then in between, you have this whole floor with living room, dining room, kitchen. And it should be noted, there is this elevator that goes in between. So it is a place that you could probably retire in place there.
0: Right, I think that's right. It does seem like an age in place kind of home. And I think I think you just hit on something. Like for me, if this house was sunk down one more level into the ground so that you walked in onto the entertaining floor, it would feel very right to me. And so what's now the first floor would be sort of a guest basement area, but there is in fact an actual basement underneath that which is very functional. So you have to kind of get your head around this layout, but that said, you know, as you say, the elevator makes it great because you don't have to worry about that agent place kind of situation if you have a house. It's not, you know, a huge house. It feels quite big and it's airy and it's bright because of that open floor plan. So, you know, it does have a very pleasant feel on the inside.
1: Yeah. And this is an interesting point about square footage too. Uh, you know, same as we were talking about those two two bedrooms, uh Perry Street and Cameron Street, the, the square footage report doesn't always tell the whole story, you know, if they feel similar. Um, here too, it, it's on the public record, 2,300 square feet. And that's what they report. But they also say the architect measured it at uh, a little over 2,500 square feet, not including the 900 uh, square feet of, of basement. Um, it felt to me more like 2,500, you know, more in that neighborhood uh, space. When you look at the square feet, sometimes you have to look at it a little bit more as a directional thing. And how it feels to you in person is more how, uh, how big it is.
0: Right. And I think I think that disclosure is very important on this listing because when you just look at the listing on the MLS, it tells you that the price per square foot on the listing is just under a thousand dollars a square foot. And that is a phenomenal price. We do see properties break a thousand uh, per square foot in Brookline, but they tend to be sort of full service buildings on Beacon Street, brand new renovations, not this type of, of property. So, what the agent here is doing is saying, I know it looks expensive, but there's more here than meets the eye. And I think I agree. You know, as you say, you really have to go in and, and feel it and understand the space. Um, so, the paper doesn't tell the whole story.
1: So, another one that's a recent resale is 14 Fairbank Street Unit 2. We actually talked about this one a couple months ago. Uh, it's still in the market. We're going to just Talk about it again a little bit because they dropped the price from one point eight to one point six four. This is almost Washington Square, same area, three bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. This was a gut renovation in twenty sixteen. The whole building and it, it's a gorgeous place. They're having a little trouble selling it. You know, it's been on the market eighty five days. You know, that's why they have this drop in price. Uh, you know, what we said last time is what we thought would be a big challenge. There is not parking along with this unit. They have rental parking that they're paying uh, three fifty a month for.
0: Right, and that's a lot and that's a, that's a hard thing for some people to swallow especially when you're paying, you know, premium price for a premium unit. It really is a premium unit. I have to say, you know, just from an agent perspective, I give them credit, right? What they've done here is they've done what I call a meaningful price drop. A lot of sellers, you get married to a price in your head and you really hope it's going to happen and it's very hard, you know, to know, you know, if you just wait one more day will that buyer show up? Um, and at some point you have to say, OK, I have to listen to the market and the market is not responding at this price. Um, you know, going from 1.8 to 165 is a meaningful price drop. It's going to catch people's attention. It's going to show up on different MLS screens. Um, I give them credit. I hope it works out for them. You know, and as you say, it is, it's is—it's a beautiful, really very fresh renovation. Um, and it doesn't have the parking. $350 a month for parking seems like a lot. So, you know, on top of, you know, it's, it's an expensive unit. Um, you're going to have to pay for that parking and this the uncertainty. Will it stay? Will it not? Usually parking situations, you know, they, they are durable, but that uncertainty is a problem for people. I will say, you know, this is very close to Washington Street. So the public transportation situation is, is great there. So if you don't need the car, if you don't want the car, terrific. Um, but, you know, parking in Brookline is an asset in and of itself. People might be factoring that into their consideration.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, And there's another one that was, this is a recent resale. So um, this one, I don't think we know the story. But you know, things happen, people have family situations that change or work situations that change. It's not uncommon. So hopefully they can uh, get out of this.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's I mean it's funny. It's unit two, so you know something we talked about a little while ago is I wonder about the sound transmission. Unit two is the one in the middle. I don't purport to know this for a fact. I just I always wonder. It's always the one of the first things that comes to my mind. Uh, <laughs> but it could you know it could be death in the family, it could be someone got a new job somewhere. We don't know uh, if someone's really interested. We could we could probe and, and see what the uh, listing agent is willing to say. But two th- thousand sixteen, it's it's fresh and it's new and it's beautiful and it's a big sort of traditional we see this layout a lot on the the row house kind of condo and and they're lovely. They really are.
1: Oh, and uh, it's worth mentioning at 2,128 square feet, it's three bedrooms, but there is this family room with French doors and a closet that could easily be used as a guest room or or something like that off the living room. Uh, There's certainly the square feet for it.
0: Right. Right. So good, flexible space.
1: Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, That's all for this week. Uh, If you have any questions, or or you'd like to talk about any topic in real estate, please reach out to us. We're info at accentbrookline.com. And if you're enjoying our podcast, please tell your friends and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you download podcasts.
0: Yep, in the meantime, have a great weekend.